Lady Ada, what is this? Hey, everybody, and welcome to your favorite half an hour on the internet. That's right. It's time for Show and Tell. Right. Me, Lady Ada, with me, Mr. Lady Ada. Behind us, the Ada Food Factory, where we do all of our manufacturing of electronic goodies. But for the next 25 minutes or so, we're going to check in with people from the Adafruit community and beyond, the community as well. See what they're up to. See what they're coding, crafting, 3D printing after this nice long weekend. Uh, let's check in to start with Kevin. Hello, Kevin. Kevin. How are things in Jijiki land? They are good. I hope everybody had a safe and happy 4th of July. Yes. I got all my fingers. <laughs> I do too. All 10 of them. So uh, this week, I was lucky enough to get a macro pad, which this this little right. guy is a lot of fun. I've been having some fun with it today. Yeah. So one thing that, that I did is I'm a, I'm crazy about uh, keyboard shortcuts. So this thing is perfect for that. And it's set up for Safari, which I have a, a Mac. Or I use SketchUp for 3D printing a lot. So I have it set up in SketchUp here. <laughs> Can you share my screen? Yeah, let me find uh, yeah. it over here. It's that weird looking one with all the DKs. Yeah, yeah, it looks like DK exploded all over the place. Yeah, so when, it, when I uh, made my sign that's buried behind me, these are all the files from it. But when I'm in SketchUp, if I want to just orbit around, I just push uh, the orbit button. I can orbit around. If I want to erase, just click the erase button. And I can erase whatever I want. Oops, shouldn't have done that. Let's undo it. There, just undo. So. This thing is so cool for doing that. And if I want to switch over, if I go into Safari, I can just switch my little dial pad to Safari and start opening new tabs or go back or uh, toggle between tabs or, you know, whatever it is. But this thing is cool. I enjoy it. I'm looking forward to spending more time with it. There yeah, is a well, button you can push. just came out, so you can check those out and get inspired. Also, we're going to be writing a CircuitPython library to make it even easier uh, but we wanted to get started with some beginner guides too. Yeah, and it, it's it's super easy to use. CircuitPython, you guys have done an incredible job with this. And once again, another great product from Adafruit. And I'm looking yeah. forward to playing around some, more. With some it. folks says it looks like Ziggy from Quantum Leap, which is this little handheld um, computer, which I agree with. Um, and then the other thing that we were just talking about before uh, we went live is what we're seeing is a lot of people are are getting back into making, or this is their first time that they've started to make stuff and um, keyboards or macro pads or, you know, something that goes on their desk that's useful, that has utility seems to be the first toe dipping. It's like, oh, like I built a keyboard and then I like learned a little bit of programming. And so we think that this is gonna be a good way to get folks into to learning more and doing more. Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. I think there's so many uses for this. Like even somebody that has a, as simple as does as a keyboard but doesn't have the number pad on the side you can yeah. program this to be your number pad if you wanted yeah every app requires you to memorize so many key commands to really use it well so we're thinking this is going to be a, a good use for that it, it could be a pretty simple uh password generator too or not yeah. generator but uh enter your password for you know enter your password for apple hit this button enter your password for nice. google you know it's pretty cool all right well thanks so much kevin send all of our regards to everyone at digikey somebody said hi I absolutely will. You guys take care. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Kevin. All right. Scott, you make CircuitPython, and some of your creations are on the show and tell. You're working on something else this week. Yeah, so uh, I showed this off on my stream last week before I took off to go to the Oregon coast, which was great. Um, this is a mirror of Chrome that is on my Android here that I have on my desk. 
Um, so what you're seeing is just the web page. And then I also have a Feather Blue Fruit um, sitting next to it. And if I hit connect to Bluetooth devices, um, I should connect to it. And then I can hit this bond button and it should load the code.py. Um, so what we have here is we've opened, my mouse is unhappy, um, opened code.py. And one thing I thought was really cool when I was doing this is I'm actually programming with emoji, which is kind of wild. So, so when everything moved up, that's because the keyboard is actually showing on the screen. Yeah. Um, but in this third line here, I'm, I'm assigning the tada emoji to the smiley face emoji. Um, so what I can do is I can delete that and pick another emoji, say like 100%. Um, and then what that does is that automatically sends it to the device. And then if I do a quick screen share switch, so I haven't gotten the serial connection up yet, but if I switch to sharing the, this is the USB serial link. Uh, we can see that I have a 10 by 10 grid of 100% uh, that are from that device. So we have BLE file transfer from web Bluetooth on Chrome, on Android working. And uh, this week, this end of, end of this week and next week, we'll be uh, trying to get the serial link uh, in the browser as well. So you'll be able to see it all there and uh, program from your phone, which will be really cool. All right. Well, thanks so much, Scott. And, and uh, doing a deep dive this week? I am doing a deep dive, and I'm also doing a podcast recording tomorrow afternoon. I'll drop it in the Discord. Um, but Damien and I are co-guesting uh, oh, on Talk Python with me with Michael Kennedy. So that's a uh, live stream as we do it. So it's it's 4.20 p.m. Pacific, uh, kind of late in the day for East Coasters, but that's because Damien's in Australia. Yeah. So uh, right. I'm really looking forward to that conversation. That should be really cool. And it's available later. We'll post it up on our site. Yep. Um, but for, great timing because we just started to catch up with the, MicroPython mainline. And we yeah, the great that. merge just happened. So yeah, Michael had seen that. So he was like, sounds like things are happening. And then yeah. we got Damien to join it too, which was really exciting. So for everyone out there, if you're interested on what is more than just a trend, it's scripting languages on microcontrollers. Um, both Damien and Scott are at the center of it. So check mm -hmm. that out tomorrow yep. and then deep dive on Friday. And maybe at you'll see some more surprises. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, right. hopefully I'll have the serial stuff done. Um, but right now I got to get caught up. All right. All right, thank you. Thanks so much, Scott. Cool. Chipler. Hello. So uh, a couple weeks ago, Lamar said, well, why don't you make a calculator? So I went off and dutifully started making a printed circuit board with KiCad. But the parts arrived, and I put it together. So if I can just switch my camera here. Uh, let's see, this guy. Here is the calculator running. Ooh. And I went ahead and 3D printed an enclosure and uh, 3D printed these keycaps with a nice little sculpted, this is hard to hard to get the image where oh, I want it. Oh, that's nice. Sculpted shape on the keys. So those are 3D printable on my Prusa and hopefully other printers. Does basic five plus six plus seven equals 18.0. Um, so I'm having a lot of fun with this, and we're going to put the design files and a tutorial and explanations all up on the Learn System real soon. So, uh, and thanks to everybody who has been seeing this as it goes along and giving me positive feedback, because that has been really fun on the Discord hearing from people who uh, think it's a fun project. So if you didn't get a macro pad, 
uh, look for this guide. You'll be able to order your own uh, printed circuit boards and 3D print the stuff and put the code. And of course, it uh, you can use it for all those other purposes um, like MacroPad, but the focus of this yeah. is doing a simple calculator. Yeah, we might do a MacroPad that's also a larger, you know, four by five. Like we want mm -hmm. to start with three by five, three by four. Three by four. Yeah, it would be cool. We could have like a, a keyboard MacroPad, a calculator yeah. keyboard macro. So <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking this may be called a clackulator because the keys do make a lot of noise. Clackulator works. Clack it's the clackulator. Yeah. Okay, good work. All right, thank you so much, Jeff. All right, All right see you. Next up, Melissa. Hello. What's going on? Hello. I have this little project here. It's just a bundle of wires right now, but it basically will detect cats with this uh, camera and then move this little servo here if it detects a cat and let me show you i have an ipad here with the picture of my cats on the counter and so okay, you're tricking it with the <laughs> right now it's showing multiple cats and so it's like oh that's fine <laughs> alert alert multiple cats here okay so if i show there's no cats here and then i i let me zoom in on one cat it'll start by shaking it a little bit yeah and if it doesn't scare the cat after about three, then it'll uh, just kind of start going a lot crazier. Come on, cat. And you're going to attach your keys to that. Yeah, uh, I'm actually going to be uh, hooking up to, like, this servo here. I think these keys are too heavy, but um, I need to, like, adjust the parameters. And you you determine that cats know that keys means... They don't like keys, off, right? Like, get off the cat counter. Exactly. Yeah. If I shake, if I just went and shook these keys, my cats would go running. <laughs> All right. Well, you've replaced yourself with a, a shell script. Good work. Thanks. Okay. All right. Thanks so much, Melissa. Thanks. JP, what you got going on? Uh, hey, so I've also got a cool macro pad project that I wanted to show. And uh, this is our macro pad with a uh, connection to this laptop here, which is running Ableton Live, which is really popular. Um, piece of music software that launches clips. Uh, it can launch MIDI clips, it can launch audio clips, effects, and things like that. And it's often played with a grid controller. Um, so I've set it up so that I can launch the clips from this uh, macro pad. And the cool thing is that the lighting actually matches the color um, coding of the clips here, and it'll oh. even update itself as I play. So you'll see uh, it tends to turn the, uh, or it does turn the, the clip I'm playing green. So I'll bring in drums here. These are all, uh, on this uh, column, these are all different drums. And then I can bring in bass. And then I can bring in a synth line. And you'll see both on the screen and with the LED colors, I'm updating to stay in sync with what's going on over in live. We can play a whole scene just by pressing them all and it'll keep them all in sync, it quantizes them. We can also uh, mute individual lines. And I've got one CC knob hooked up here so I can uh, send controller changes and I'm using that for uh, filter sweeps. Yeah. This is a cool box. The musical stylings of JP. And there we go, and then it ends it all. Uh, so I'm really excited about this project because it actually uses MIDI for almost everything. It's sending MIDI to live, but live sends MIDI back to tell this thing how to light up. So 
uh, thanks to the sort of existing ecosystem of controllers, particularly Novation Launchpad controllers, uh, Ableton is already set up to tell some other device what to do. And rather than reinventing the wheel and coming up with some other protocol, it just says, ah, oh, what the heck, we'll, we'll bastardize MIDI, everyone does it, and we'll send things. So if it sends me a MIDI note number on a particular channel at a particular velocity, that tells one of these buttons what color to light up. So That's it's cool. really, really neat, really fascinating the way it's working. I've been really excited uh, to work on this and I'm gonna uh, do a deep dive into it on my show tomorrow, show you those MIDI messages and how it all works because- We've got those keycaps that you asked me to stock. So now you Yeah, I got these keycaps, look at their beauties. Really yeah. They do look really good there. Yeah, those are oh, nice. nice. They're not inexpensive, but they are not. That's like, but you'll, but you'll have them for life. <laughs> but they look great, and it's it's a, a welcome change from usually when you're doing this stuff and you're in the dark and you've got like a glowing yeah. uh, launch pad over here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's 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 a look, but this is definitely sort of a subtler uh, subtler cyberpunk. It kind of is, honestly. Yeah, no, it definitely it's definitely like cyberpunk. Yeah. Uh, yeah, All right, and we'll be showing RP twenty forty. We'll be showing yeah. your uh, videos and previews tonight on Ask an Engineer, and then you have your show tomorrow. Awesome! Come on by. Thanks, everyone. All right, thanks, thanks so much, JP. Okay. Hey, your dragon. What you got hey, going on? Oh, hi there. Uh, well, Kevin kind of already showed the thing I was going to show, but I am not bitter because <laughs> um, that guide like just went live uh, this morning, and. Wow. One of the things I mentioned in there is that it's like easy to create new key sets, and that's exactly what he did. So, yeah. you know, that's that's validation. Just, yeah. So, um, anyway, also if if you're using this thing, if you don't want to get in there and like edit code and stuff, one of the things is that those those configurations can be shared really easily. Like in the forums, you just attach a file, and people can just drag that file onto theirs and start using it right away. You don't have to edit anything. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's, it's the standard, you know, the hotkeys type of, uh, application here. Um, no surprises. So go, go check out the guide and, uh, oh, also by pressing down a special key, it opens a new window for DigiKey. Yeah. yeah, that's right. All right. If this is a, I really like the simplicity of the user interface, but it's really effective and you, you were using a JSON layout that you saw in other projects? I'm actually not using JSON. It's a, it's a little CircuitPython dictionary, just oh, oh, yeah. elements. It turned out being like way simpler to do it that way. And so I, I ran with it. Awesome. So. All right, this looks great. And I love using the, um, the rotary encoder to, to select the overlays, right? The, the layers, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Okay, Safari, Photoshop, Illustrator. All right, All right. this is, I hope- We're we'll to start, but here. I figure we'll be dropping more and more in there, you know, and yeah. like I said, people can share theirs in the forum as-, Ooh, as I like the private story. window button. That's such a good idea. Cause I'm always like, right click, menu down, menu, 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 you get a private window. You should just- Yep. Button. Cause you want to read that that article on, you know- Yeah, you've run out of your credits. <laughs> yep. All right, well, great job. It sounds like- uh, Kevin's a big fan, so you you already Ooh. have uh, one beta tester with success. Excellent. All, All right. right. Thanks, Phil. Good work on this guy. All right. Next up, we're going to go to Michael, then Gary, then Stuart. Michael, what you got going on this week? Hi. Are you guys able to hear me? Yeah. Awesome. So I finally was able to finish uh, version two of my satellite phone. The hardware, the software is not done quite yet. Um, but yeah, this is what it looks like. It has a sleep wake button. Oh, cool. And then you'd be able to use the uh, WASMG keys to kind of navigate uh, through the software. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like this weird wedge shape design like thing. 
Um, and then it has the, um, because it's using the rock block uh, modem. Um, yeah. I have the external antenna port too, uh, which is helpful for many situations. Uh, and then it has the, um, it's all powered by the, uh, the Cutie Pie, the first version. Um, and then I have a, um, like the LiPo uh, backpack charging circuit in there too. So it can all use just that one USB-C, yeah. um, which is pretty cool. And then the batteries on the lower half. And these are, um, this is like the 3D prints of it. So everything is surrounded by this core. I don't have the support material off on this, um, but it's just to kind of showcase kind of how everything is organized. Um, and then this would slide in like so. Um, That's cool. Yeah, thank you. This is excellent. We were, uh, before the show, we were talking about um, all the things that you could start to build. So start with like a ruler that has like CircuitPython on or whatever. And then we have this macro pad that you just saw. And then we have a calculator we're working on. We're going to have a digital camera. And then we also want to do a cell phone because a lot of these things are so far away from... Um, understanding how they work for most folks. Um, and I like that you reimagined the shape of a phone too. Like this is, this has all the, this has all the neat things. Like you can build a phone. It doesn't have to just look like a square rectangle. Yeah. And I'm planning on making a tutorial uh, once I get the software more like polished uh, to make it more user-friendly, but yeah. eventually I'll probably make like a YouTube tutorial or something on how to make it. Uh, yeah, it was quite the journey. So yeah. All right. Thank you. Really nice. Well polished. Good, good, job, good work. Keep coming back. And uh, I'm looking forward to texting you from a satellite. All right. Hey, Thanks. All right. Next up, Gary. And then we'll go to Stuart. Gary, what you got going on this week? Hey, Gary. Welcome. Hey, guys. Hi. Uh, Gary in Australia. Just uh, saying hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. I made a cool little uh, 3D project. It's a Tron Legacy oh, yeah. display base. And what's a bit of 3D printing with uh, some without some electronic magic? So added in some lighting to it as well. Ooh, That's cool. Nice. This is the data disk that you get assigned when you get okay. put on the grid, right? <laughs> and just turns on and I got a little capacitive touch on the side when the effect runs through. That's nice. And just Great. not taking up much time. And just switching through the different light effects. Yeah. Oh, evil. Yeah. Anyways, says something and I'll add a link to, I've uploaded the files to Prusa, so I'll share them with the rest oh, great. of the guys. So if you guys are keen to build something cool with a multi-material multi extrusion, yeah. Um, go for it. Yeah, that's good work. Cool. I think a lot of folks are looking to make something that has like see-through light up stuff, like and that's the, a really good. It's a really good example. Transition. Yeah, it looks, it looks amazing. It looks professionally injection molded, so, so good. Thank you. All right. All right. Thanks, Gary. All right. Thanks, Gary. All right, Stuart, place out. Hi, Stuart. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So my son is involved, participates in the foundation, a leadership, they teach leadership, and they get involved in projects and things like that, and also co learn coding. So he and I decided to uh, make something for the director to show appreciation. So it's a laser, laser printed. Oh, wow. And what we did was we got a piece of wood from a, a store, and we uh, sanded it and spray painted and then we put like a clear coat on there, like a car clear coat, that's why it's so shiny. Mm. So in the back, we have a Cutie Pie battery, the charger and the switch. So once you turn it on, it displays a message at the bottom. So when you touch this right here, 
it displays the message. I don't know if you can oh, see me. it. It says, I can't read. Can you see what the text says? It says, It's a thank you message. Okay. Actually. Yeah, it's just the text is really small. My eyes are That's so cool. Good. Yeah. So, awesome. Um, yeah. All right. Yeah, when does this get when does this gift get given? Uh we're gonna uh, probably hook up with her probably sometime this week or next week whenever she has time to give it to her. That's awesome. Gotcha. So normally the students get the awards, but now the table has been turned. Yeah, just teach them how to show appreciation. Yeah, and, that's a really know. good idea. Yeah. It's way better than just giving an apple to the teacher. I think is <laughs> to do that. This is like an electronic thing that you'll have for a really long time and it'll be on the wall. But what are my students made with the code that I taught them? It's also exactly. good showing yeah. that the teacher, like, yeah, we learned something. We were able to build this. And, yeah. and, and, you know, we were able to finish a project. Being able to finish something is, like, the hardest thing to teach. So she must have done a good job. Yeah. How, how did your kid do? Grade, grade was good for this course? Oh, yeah. He's still involved in it. So yeah. They're, they're um, building an app to three, with two other kids. They're building an app together over the summer. This award might help, uh, you know, make the grade go up even more. <laughs> we'll see. All right. All right. Thanks. Stuart. All right. Thanks so much, Sarah. Congratulations. All right. That is our show, everybody. We're about to set up for Ask an Engineer. Thank you so much for making this the best half an hour of our week every single week. The longest running, biggest show and tell every single week online. It's at here. Adafruit. Yeah, it's here. All right. We'll be, we'll see you all in about seven minutes when we're back for Ask Engineer yep. at eight o'clock. All right. See you all next week. Come by. Get a sandwich. Bye bye turn.